0: We are doing our second episode during the COVID 19 pandemic under the stay at home order. So we decided to do another relative episode. With everyone staying at home and binge watching television, we're going to be discussing the marketing lessons from the hit AMC TV series Better Call Saul on today's Straight Shot Marketing Podcast.
1: Welcome to Straight Shot. Marketing is everywhere. It's around your life, from what you eat to what you wear and where you go. It is a vital part of any and all business. Let's discuss the world of marketing and business as it influences everyday life with the staff of Atlanta Marketing Agency, Reformation Productions, and guests as they give it to us straight. Get ready. Take aim. Steady. Steady. Welcome to Straight Shot.
0: Have you been stuck inside wondering how to take charge of your life? Is there something you want to do but haven't been able to do yet? This episode is sponsored by Personal Revolution, a three-month audio program. In Personal Revolution, best-selling author and life coach Allison Task helps you take control of your life with inspiration and humor so that you can move from where you are now to where you want to be, and have fun doing it. It's like having a personal coach whispering in your ear. This three-month podcast course, along with bonus episodes each month, will help you create a clear vision of what you want out of life, remove the frustrating blocks that are holding you back, develop a detailed action plan that will drive you to where you want to be, and build the network that will help you create your future the Personal Revolution podcast comes with a personal workbook and real-time access to a community of other changemakers working toward their goals with positivity, possibility, and momentum. And for a limited time, all of this is available to you for free. Download the Himalaya app in your app store, look up Personal Revolution, and enter promo code REVOLUTION at checkout to get your first month absolutely free. If you're ready to go after a better life, you are ready for personal revolution. Welcome, everyone. Today is the allergy episode. I am at home. I am sniffling. I am sneezing. I have tissues. I am ready. (laughs) Please bear with me, everyone. The allergies in Georgia here are crazy. Anyway.
2: You you don't have the the COVID, do you?
0: I don't have the COVID, but I do have a red nose and a box of tissues that tells me that it is allergy season, everything is green, which means it's got pollen all over it. So just bear with me, blanket apologies. Are you gonna be okay with (laughs) it? Oh, I'm fine. Okay, all right, so back to work here. We have caught up with Better Call Saul over the pandemic. Just like many others, we have been binge-watching TV shows, and as marketing professionals, we see things just a little bit differently than others. Straight Shot was born to discuss how marketing is deeply rooted into our everyday lives and impacts everything around us. So today, we are going to talk about the marketing implications within the show Better Call Saul. That being said, if you have not watched the show, first of all, shame on you. Because it is a wonderful show, and you Shame. should do it. Shame. It is a really, really good show. And secondly, tons of spoilers. Spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. We're going to be going through the series from the beginning until the latest episode before the recording of this episode. So, you've been warned. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, come back after you've watched everything. Listen to this, okay? <laughs> we won't give too much away about the trickery and drama in the show here, but... Marketing is all throughout the show. You could see it back in the series with Breaking Bad and the sequel, uh, El Camino. Um, And now you can see how it all started with Better Call Saul as a prequel, actually, to the Breaking Bad series. The show, for those of you that might not know, follows the life and career of Jimmy McGill and how he turned into the lawyer we all know and love, Saul Goodman.
2: Now, we can see from the start... That Jimmy, Jimmy has a sense of marketing and branding. We'll follow along and discuss as he develops the brand of Saul Goodman.
0: Now the name goes all the way back to his youth. He once was known as Slippin' Jimmy and sometimes the alias Saul Goodman because Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman. good, Goodman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> his brother is a lawyer who bails him out of jail and brings him from Chicago... Whoop, whoop! Sorry. <laughs> ...to Albuquerque, New Mexico to start a new life and stop being a scumbag. So he kind of yeah. cut a deal with his brother.
0: Absolutely. He starts working, actually, Jimmy does, in his brother's law firm, but in the mail room. And uh, that way... Jimmy's brother, Chuck, can kind of keep an eye on him. But much to everybody's surprise, Jimmy actually puts himself quietly through law school and he becomes a lawyer. He officially becomes Jimmy McGill, attorney at law.
2: My name's McGill. James McGill. I'm an attorney. So that's where we start the story. Yes. Aside from the numerous flashbacks and flash forwards that are in the show, he is Jimmy McGill. It is the early 90s, and social media doesn't exist yet. The internet is still in its infancy. And the first marketing tool that we see in the show is Jimmy McGill Matchbooks. And his slogan was, a lawyer you can trust. So his brand differentiator that he was going for was that he was trustworthy.
0: Which I guess is something he considered rare among lawyers. (laughs) <laughs> but really generally speaking a very generic look
2: uh, I think the the being generic was probably by design it, it was a mistake of course yes. but I think he did it on purpose because he hadn't narrowed down his niche yet he he didn't know, he didn't know who he was. what group of people he was going to target he didn't know what section of law he was going to work in he hadn't quite found himself. As a business. Now he knew who he was as a person. But he was. As a business. He was busy trying to be someone else. He was trying to be what his brother thought he should be. Which you know. his. That's the reason that he was brought to Abukerki. Was to be under his brother's thumb. It was kind of a deal. I'll get you out of jail. Mm -hmm. If you come
0: here. Come here and be a a better person. Yeah really. I mean essentially Jimmy is all gassed up. And ready to go with no direction. So um, he decided to just become a lawyer, but with no real direction, it wasn't really working for him. I mean, his brother wouldn't hire him, so he was peddling a uh, pavement on his own. And like many business owners, he had very limited funds. Mm-hmm. He was working out of the back of a nail salon, of all things, and uh, he was struggling as a public defender until he could build a reputation for himself, not only with his colleagues, but with the judges and Which is hard to do without a brand that actually communicates with others.
2: But all of these public defense cases, the relationships with the lawyers and the judges, and all of his efforts to get real clients kind of served as a, a mini school for him. He was able to get a lot of information out of that time in his life. So let's take a minute and kind of break that down. He had multiple audiences in his business, but two main ones were his peers, his colleagues, yeah. the judges, etc., and then potential clients. This life experience with them served as a, kind of served as targeted market research, target audience research. And he learned one very valuable piece of information. Just
0: pretend
2: you never sell the money. How hard is
3: that? I can't take a bribe. I can't take a retainer. Retainer, you're not our
0: lawyer.
1: You're the kind of lawyer guilty people hire.
0: So he had that working against him.
2: Well, he took that information and he decided that being himself wasn't the way to go, which kind of fit in with what his brother was telling him anyway. Jimmy, stop being you. You need to be more like me, right? Yeah. So what Jimmy did, there's lots of psychological damage throughout this this whole show. Identity searching.
0: We'll call it identity searching. <laughs> he, uh,
2: he, So he took what his brother had been telling him, and now the information that he's getting from his potential uh, clients, and he decided to start molding himself. After successful lawyers. So he didn't, he decided, well, myself isn't good, so I will mold myself after somebody else. Real and fictional.
0: Right. And he started really close to home. So he began to copy his competition, particularly the head of his own brother's law firm, which was HHM. Mm-hmm. And that got him into a world of trouble.
3: Double breasted or single, sir? Single. single. Super 170 Tasmanian, perfect, pinstripe. Should we discuss shops? Okay, I'm gonna need... Um, mm, mm. Hey, Sassafras Glow, am I right?
1: Maybe Rhapsody. That's, I mean, that's my suit, right? Am I crazy here? No, you're not crazy. Now. Look at the logo, that's our logo. He's just straight up copying us.
3: Clearly profiting, so fair use doesn't apply. There are only so many fonts out there. Yikes.
1: From the man dressed exactly like me. Your Honor, I feel like I'm in the mural routine with
2: Groucho Marx. The billboard must come down within 48 hours. But even that turned into a publicity stunt that helped him gain clients. Oops, I'm popular.
3: No offense to your minutes of experience, but I'd like to see what we got before we do this. Okay. Shh. Uh, is the billboard in? Yes. I'm James McGill. Like most Americans, I'm a self-made man. i my yes. many of us have a dream to own my own business. I scrimped and I saved, and uh, finally I was able to buy one billboard. A tiny foray into advertising for my fledgling law firm. Not 24 hours after my billboard went up, a large law firm came after me. So now, my little billboard... Comes down because I'm not giving up. uh, Okay, call 911. I was scared, yes. I mean, not really a big fan of heights, let me tell you. But, you know, something inside me said, you have to do this. Love a hero.
0: So, okay, so he understood the value of marketing. That's clear. He understood how it worked. He just didn't have his own brand yet. Right. Uh, and he learned that trying to steal the brand of his competition <laughs> wasn't like going to work for him either.
2: Even so, the stunt that he pulled started his phone to ring in, which was good. Yes. And the majority of the new work that he received was for Elder Law. Oh, so that's yeah. the target that he decided to take so he now has a niche audience in an area of practice but still he had no brand right. so he started then to pattern himself after a successful fictional lawyer that appealed to his target
0: yes and this lawyer came on right after murder she wrote
2: madlock hey fellas how you doing james mcgill
3: here to see client. What? You look like Matlock. No, I look like a young Paul Newman dressed as Matlock.
2: Where's my guy?
0: And as a Matlock clone, he turned on the marketing.
2: Yeah, he started distributing co-branded Jello. He made uh, <laughs> visits to nursing homes where he hosted bingo at assisted living facilities. He understood targeted marketing and getting in front of the people that would be his clients and he started to build relationships with them
0: right and through a discovery while targeting the elderly he actually ends up landing a class action lawsuit puts it all together himself he put a lot of blood sweat and tears into it however it got a little too big for him so he ended up selling it off to hhm which is his brother's law firm Mm -hmm. but hhm decides to hire another law firm to partner with to help take on this giant class action lawsuit, that second law firm was Davis and Maine. Now, Davis and Maine hires Jimmy to be in charge of the client relations of the elderly.
2: Because old people like Jimmy. They do. He they says do. that more than once. Old people like him. <sighs> mm-hmm. So he started, you know, working on client relations because old people like him. However, he was using his unique tactics yes
0: slip and jimmy tactics
2: <laughs> to sign new clients for the class action lawsuit
0: right and then he makes his very first commercial but before we talk about that commercial let's pay our own bills with a word from our sponsor this episode is brought to you by Tresta Tresta is a business phone app for your iPhone or Android that allows you to activate a business phone number instantly and make and receive unlimited calls and texts right from the smartphone you're already using. Whether you're a freelancer or a founder, growing your business is all about communication and networking. You've got to be available. And chances are, you've been giving your personal phone number out to clients so you can stay connected on the go. Tresta's virtual phone system allows you to separate your personal and business phone numbers and get work done anywhere, anytime. Tresta also comes equipped with powerful call management features like auto attendance, call recording and user groups. It's easy to configure so you can set everything up yourself all online and customize your call flows based on your business needs. Tresta is the best phone app for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Whether you just need a business phone number or if your team is ready for a complete business phone system. It's just $15 per month, and it comes with a 30-day free trial, so you can see if Tresta's virtual phone system is right for you. Communicate smarter and more efficiently with Tresta. Start now at Tresta.com forward slash That's T-R-E-S-T-A dot com forward slash straight shot. All one word.
1: Straight Shot is brought to you by Reformation Productions, a full service marketing agency in Atlanta, Georgia, helping companies promote and communicate their business in the most efficient and effective ways possible through straight line marketing. Find out more by visiting reformationpro.com or call 678-825-8086. Reformation Productions, think in straight lines.
0: So, Jimmy does this commercial with Davis and Main.
2: He does, but he does it without permission. Whoops. He doesn't have the partner's permission to run this commercial, which means he offends them. Not only does he offend them, but he has jeopardized the policing of Davison Maine's brand, which they have been spending years to put together. And so, they have to put him in his place. They give him a stern warning and say, right. don't do that again.
0: Even though it worked, the phone started ringing off the hook and lots more clients were signed up into the class action lawsuit. So after the stern conversation with Davis and Maine, Jimmy decides he is going to leave the firm and go out on his own.
2: So another piece of information in this whole identification, figuring out who he is, thing that he learned is Jimmy doesn't play well with others. He he is used to doing things his own slipping Jimmy way, of his own which drum. doesn't really fit in well with an established firm.
0: Yeah. And how best to breach out onto your own? Make a commercial.
2: The Japanese.
3: What? For fought Japanese. I fought the Japanese. This machine was used in the Pacific. What could I do? You are the greatest generation. You didn't start World War II. But you sure as heck finished it. And if that weren't enough, you sent a rocket. 300. Now, in your golden years, you need someone looking out for you. Someone you can trust. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, give, me Jimmy.
1: give me Jimmy. Because Moxie is in such short supply these days.
3: Jimmy McGill. A lawyer you
2: can trust.
0: And then after the commercial, the call started coming in. And he became very successful in business again.
2: He, that's one thing that he has learned from his experience is commercials work.
0: Yes. I mean, TV commercials
1: get calls. Offices of Jimmy McGill, how may I help you? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, may I put you on hold? Thank you. Offices of Jimmy McGill, please hold.
3: Thank you for bringing your mom down. It was a delight to meet you, young lady. Oh,
1: thank you, Jimmy.
3: And tell your friends, even if they already have a will, it's important to get it updated just like you did. them. You remember Francesca. She'll take care of you the rest of the way. All right, who's next? Mr. Witchell, Mr. Witchell, come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right.
2: Now, because of being in another firm, which he feels isn't a good match for him, yeah. he gets a better idea of who he wants to be. Right. So he's learned that, okay, Jimmy doesn't like to ask for permission. Mm -hmm. Jimmy likes to cut corners. Jimmy isn't afraid to break some rules.
0: Right. But when he decides to break some rules for his girlfriend, Kim Wexler, who is also an attorney, it comes back to bite him. And he is suspended from the New Mexico Bar Association. So now Jimmy's not a lawyer. Jimmy's out of work, and he has to pass his clients on to other people, and he has to turn off his marketing campaign, which poses a unique problem.
2: Yeah, he has a contract with a TV station for a certain number of spots that he's going to run, and now he is without income because he's been suspended from being a lawyer for 12 months, right? So that's a long time. So he can't be a lawyer, legally not able to be a lawyer for 12 months, but he has a commitment to a certain number of commercials because he knew those were pulling. Right, in he clients had to pay those it. in advance. So now he has a problem that he has no income and a commitment that he is legally not allowed to do and fine print. He's not allowed to resell the TV spots.
0: So don't worry. Slippin' Jimmy finds a way around that. <laughs> a way to fix both problems at one time while helping others. He decides to use his celebrity from being in TV commercials to produce commercials for other local businesses and then just give the airtime
2: away. Meaning that the media costs were absorbed into the production costs of the commercials because he couldn't yeah. resell the spot the you know the ad time. Yeah. But he might be able to give it away. Well,
0: yeah, in theory. But, unfortunately, nobody was biting. At least not in the time frame that he has to run the next spot. So what does he do? He makes a commercial. For himself. But not as Jimmy as Saul Goodman. What commercial did you run? Not...
1: Not Jimmy Jimmy.
3: No. I... I made a new one.
1: So you made a commercial for commercials today? Yeah.
3: Um... Starting to think I might break even here. What's that I see? Albuquerque's next TV star? It's you, small business owner. Struggling to make it in today's fast paced economy? Thought television advertising was too expensive for you? Well, you better think again. You can't afford not to be on TV. Look at you. You're a triple threat. Great services, great products, and most of all, That face, you're a star. Wrap it all up in your natural charisma and bam, you belong on TV. Better watch out for autograph hounds and paparazzi. And it gets better. I can have you on the air tomorrow. You heard me right, tomorrow. Better get ready to be famous, Albuquerque. I can make you a TV star for a price you can afford. Call me, Saul Goodman. The world needs to know about you and your business. Call me now. The guy at the station said he's never seen so many star wipes in a
2: row. Saul Goodman. Yeah, it's like Saul it's Good man. <laughs> and again, the videos work. He's balancing this new, you know, commercial producer job yeah. with the community service that he's having to do, which is leftover punishment from the misgivings he had with Kim and his brother Chuck.
0: The lying thing with the bar.
2: Yeah, and he is finally able. To produce enough commercials to fulfill his contract with the TV station. It was
0: not easy for him, though. No, it was, no not. it was not. And sooner or later, he actually got really tired of trying to do all that. Because let's face it, he's not a marketing agency, he's not a production company. <laughs> so he decides to try to make money the best way he can in his time away from being a lawyer. So he ends up taking a job at a cell phone company with cell phone sales, which ends up playing a big part in his next big adventure.
2: So he does cell phone sales and then he also has a few side scams that he's working with the seedy underbelly of society doing small criminal activity like hiring thieves to do jobs that can make yes. him more money. He still has an income problem that cell phone sales won't fix so now he's getting to know the you know criminal community of albuquerque and he discovers something that he can use in his cell phone sales business you can buy a truckload Uh, here you go
1: cash came fast and clean
3: got any more where that came from No, not really. Eh, bummer. We're gonna do this again. I'll find something. Sounds good. When you do, call the vet.
1: Yeah? Yeah, new job, new phone. You never know who's listening.
3: Welcome to CC Mobile. Sorry to keep you waiting. What can I do for you?
0: But he's still bored. And he knows from a business standpoint that the best way to find customers is to get in front of them. Mm -hmm. So he heads out into the criminal community to sell burner phones. Because everybody needs a
2: burner phone. (sighs) Right.
0: I mean, he buys a whole ton of burner phones from the supplier that he works for. So that's like legit. But, (sighs) But he still has a branding problem. He still looks like a lawyer. Or worse... A cop.
2: It's just kind of hard to sell things out of your trunk to criminals right. if you look like if a If he's lawyer still wearing a like yeah. a suit
0: or something that makes him look, you know, shady to the underbelly. Of
2: it, makes it makes him look not shady. <laughs> it
0: makes him look not shady. It makes him look too legit, right? So he makes a change and he becomes Saul Goodman once more and opens the doors in the com- criminal community.
3: Hey, how's it going? Are you guys set for phones? We got phones. Private phones. Beat it, narc. Oh, come on. Would a narc drive this
0: piece Okay, so now it's getting close to the end of his year's suspension. And he moves to his secondary target audience, which is the lawyer world. So, okay, he meets with the bar association. Now it's the end of his suspension with this preliminary hearing to try to get his, uh, suspension lifted so that he can practice law again mm-hmm. but when he is making a plea the bar association finds that he seems insincere in his remorse for what he did originally to get suspended and so they don't give him his uh they don't lift his suspension yeah
2: he thought it was good enough i did my time check Done. right he didn't off. i don't yeah. think he took
0: it as seriously mm-hmm. he should have so In a last ditch effort, he and Kim decide to launch a campaign for him to regain the favor of the lawyer community.
1: Hamlin, Hamlin McGill is back and going
3: strong. It's his lasting legacy, which is why this couldn't be more appropriate. I know this would have meant the world to him, a good and proper memorial for a man who was many things, but always a lawyer first. On behalf of the whole school, we want to thank you. Me? I, no, I didn't donate any of this. I am just a guest. Really? Dude, I'm pretty sure I heard someone say you paid for all of it.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I didn't. I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't. The invitation says anonymous donor. I assume that meant HHM. Oh. Hmm. free? Don't mind if I do. Actually, I happen to know Mr. James McGill paid for the reading room himself. Really? The brother did this? I saw him write the check.
3: Hi, Rich. This is quite an event. Looks like half the attorneys in the Southwest are here. They all came for Chuck. Hmm. I heard someone say that Jimmy paid for all this himself. He'd prefer to remain anonymous. Oh. Well, where is he? I was hoping to say hello. Um. He's around here somewhere. Oh, isn't that him? Out there? Hmm. I guess even a year out an event like this can be tough. I can't believe I wrote a $23,000 check for this. You know? I don't even see anyone from the Bar Association in there. We still have almost a week. Someone on the board will hear about this, and they'll believe it because... They heard it from a colleague. Yeah, I know, word gets around, but... Okay. Wanna go back in, get your money's worth? Yeah, I'm starving. Those little hamburgers are looking good.
2: I'm allowed to pay for the food, but I'm too sad to eat. So he goes through and he fails his initial efforts to, you know, I've done my time, make me a lawyer because they say no. And then he goes to the appeal process. And he makes this final plea to be reinstated as a lawyer. And now, as he passes that, he has a new focus, Mm -hmm. criminal law. (laughs) Since he has gotten to know the criminal community so well... He now has a new focus. I am going to work in criminal law. And he decides to change his brand to Saul Goodman. Because Saul Goodman is already well known, albeit for drop cell phones. All the wrong reasons. <laughs> in the criminal community.
0: Right, right. So just to catch you up again, so Jimmy McGill finally is able to practice law as Jimmy McGill again and then decides, great, that's fantastic. I don't wanna be Jimmy McGill anymore. I wanna be Saul Goodman. Now, if you remember back when he was told that he is the, uh, the guilty person's lawyer, mm-hmm. right? When he's told that he is the guilty person's lawyer, that was offensive to him at first. I think he's decided to embrace that. Yes. <laughs> I think that has helped him figure out who his target audience actually is, because let's face it, those kind of people need lawyers too. And I think he figures that out. So he decides, Okay, cool, I can practice law now. I'm just gonna do it as Saul Goodman. Kim, I
3: can't go back to being Jimmy McGill. (sighs) Jimmy McGill, the lawyer, is always gonna be Chuck McGill's loser brother. I'm done with that. That name is burned. This is a fresh start. This is how I move forward. And I like it. Real trick is gonna be to get my clients to know but the cell phone guy is now a lawyer. Their lawyer. Yep, that'll be a trick. What I'm thinking is, see, I've still got almost a full pallet of cell phones left, so why not run a promotion? I'll make a real event out of it. I'll, I'll give them away.
0: So the very first thing that he does is that he has a street event, mm-hmm. okay, where he uses his cell phones, which he's already kind of, used to them. From
2: his his job he just left. Right, which he knows
0: that this target audience needs. Right. Right? But he uses it as a a promo item for his new law practice as Saul Goodman. We see other promo items like bags and flyers. And the phones that he's giving away are actually pre-programmed with Saul Goodman on speed dial.
3: Say hello to my little friend. See right there? Circled in red pre-program ready to go number one on the speed dial goes directly to me you
2: press that and poof
0: i'm there
2: next that's right and his new tagline is saul goodman speedy justice for you
0: as in speed dial yeah, call right. me when you get in trouble just better call saul but he doesn't say that yet
2: nope he that yet. so he, he starts doing bus stop ads and yellow page ads and billboards and of course Commercials. Now, he even uses video as an intimidation technique against right. his girlfriend, Kim Wexler, and her client, Mesa Verde.
0: Yeah, I really think that Jimmy has a great um, grasp on how to use video imagery, whether it's in commercials or like you were just saying with this tactic with Mesa Verde. He understands that those emotional elements that get pulled from that. So he's always used to kind of tapping into people's emotions through video.
3: Here we go. I'm
1: President Mesa Verde.
3: My bank took my home over a technicality, and I never missed a single payment. It's not right. It's un-American. Yep. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Have you or a family member been wrongfully evicted from your home by mesa verde then you may be entitled to a large cash settlement
0: so this is where we are in the series today episode six of season five so zachary what is our straight shot today
2: um let's see the straight shot summary for lessons learned from better call Saul. right number one marketing works it brings him a lot of clients but it also becomes a problem when he's trying to hide from the law, a little bit <laughs> okay. later in a flash forward that we see at the beginning of season five. Mm-hmm. If you've been watching this, there's little flash forward clips at the beginning of every season, and in this one we see where a a New Mexico native yes. recognizes him and his brand from his commercials while he's hiding from the law. He's on the lam in Nebraska.
0: He's a little too recognizable. Yeah, which is hard was- to hide from. It's hard. It's hard to be in like witness protection, sort of whatever it is, when you are very widely recognized yes, in a yes. region.
2: Now, being widely recognized, great for your business, bad for your criminal bad for career. <laughs> right. So,
0: so if you're going to plan on going into witness protection anytime in your future, you might want to dial back on the amazing market.
2: <laughs> so that's number one is the fact that uh, he learned that business communication worked for him. Hey. It is you. I thought it was you. I wasn't all the way sure, but now that I'm seeing you up
1: close. Sure. It's you.
3: Gene Takovic. Sorry, I- I'm gonna, I gotta get back to work.
1: Come on, man. That is not cool. I
3: know
0: who you are. You know who you are. Let's just get past that. Just it. i
3: really don't know what come on better call Saul. what
2: i i, I can't even hear that better call saw uh secondly he specifically learned that video works great as a medium now he didn't have social media he didn't have the internet to the extent that we do now in 2020 but video even today is still a great medium for communicating your brand and bringing in customers
1: let's get started by talking about marketing that's where every legal practice must begin you can't be a lawyer without first getting clients and that requires marketing The goal of any marketing campaign is to get your name out there. Be creative. Think outside the box.
2: Number three, um, you know, Jimmy did things the hard way in a lot of areas. But specifically relative to this show, it was in brand development. He took a lot of time and experienced an awful lot of hardship in his effort to find out who he was supposed to be as a brand. Now, as a marketing agency, Reformation Productions has a brand development process that we put clients through that's a lot more streamlined, faster, and more efficient than the process that Jimmy went through with his hard docks life. But uh, the steps are still there. You can still see the steps, even though he took a lot more difficult road in doing it. The steps are still there. He went the most he inefficient
0: did- way possible.
2: Uh, he had a, a, a pro, he went through the identification process mm-hmm. where he figures out okay what is what's your visions what are your strengths what is your character that sort of thing he took a long time to to figure that out and then uh, consumer research what is the a need in your field that you are going to be able to fill and what can you do in your field that's going to make you different from your competitors. So what is your differentiator and you know what is a need that you can fill that that's in the marketplace. And then finally Jimmy used several different tools for communicating his brand. So he was very um, diversified in the ways that he communicated to people because people like to be communicated to in different ways. So uh, he did lots of different things all within whatever campaign he was using at the time. So one uh, was his dress, the way that he dressed. Um, In some cases, this might be considered his uniform. As a lawyer, you can literally write off the suits that you wear Uh, in court Um, just the same as you would if you were you know a waiter in a restaurant and you had the you know your uniform shirt it's it's considered the the same thing as far as the the tax government and so and so forth so that is your dress is part of how you present yourself it's part of how you are communicating your brand it is part of your marketing so that's the first thing is he his dress but then we also saw you know the matchbooks Flyers, yellow page advertising, uh, different pieces of signage, TV commercials, business cards. He did all kinds of things. Very busy. He used every available method to try to reach his target audience with his brand messaging.
0: He's always trying to work smarter, but he also worked harder too. So
2: my favorite was probably the the Jello. Right, the, you know, because you're you're you're. you're then old. there's this picture. Face. This
0: you're like <laughs> 85. You're in a retirement home, and you've got this lime jello, and you're scooping away at it, and then you see lawyer face at the bottom of the jello, <laughs> and then lawyer face on the bingo card.
2: Now um, his his tagline that because we didn't really go through his taglines a whole lot. That? His tagline then was, um, if you need a will, call McGill.
0: Oh. My
2: yes, he thought because was rhyming
0: cool. is always <laughs> a good option. <laughs> <And then>, but <laughs>
2: eventually, yeah. as he became Saul Goodman, he became yeah. "Better Call Saul." In Breaking Bad, his tagline is "Better Call Saul." And when he was found in Nebraska, the guy actually made him say, "Say it, say it, say, say, it, say it, say it," which tells you how well he didn't, he didn't that campaign ended up working. And the
0: thing that's really interesting too, that if you're familiar with the series, is that. We see at one point Kim Wexler, who is his girlfriend, who is also an, an amazing attorney. She's also a legit attorney,
2: like a good, straight, and narrow,
0: <laughs> excellent attorney. She's
2: not a slip and Jimmy attorney? She's not a slip and Jimmy.
0: <laughs> Kim kind of seems, I do not want to say irritated, but, you know, a little annoyed at the idea that his phone keeps ringing for him. And he yeah. doesn't have to, to make the outbound calls as much. But that's just a, an example of how marketing works
2: for Jimmy, you. Jimmy went with volume. He had lots of clients, and he would churn them and burn them, Um, whereas she had one that she wanted to work with uh, long-term.
0: So I think one of the biggest takeaways that we got from this whole series, like you had said, is Mm -hmm. that marketing works. It really does. It allows you the opportunity to work a little smarter and possibly a little
2: less harder. And the, the importance specifically within marketing of branding. Absolutely. What branding looks like. Because you saw Jimmy jump around in, in it different matter. Yeah, brands. It doesn't
0: matter what you shout from the rooftops if you don't have a something right. to shout. If you don't have a solid,
1: yeah. solid round. You have
2: to know who you are. You have to know who you're going after. There comes that thing that we always yell about again. You have to know who your target is. And you have to know who you are. And you build your communications from that. Right. Which we saw him stumble through in in the show. But still, it was a good... It's a good lesson. Yes, if you say the right things
0: to the right people in a way that reaches them, you will be successful Mm -hmm. in a much more efficient way. But anyway, this ends today our exploration into Better Call Saul through the eyes of marketing. However, the series isn't over yet. So if you've watched it, let us know your thoughts about the show in the comments on social media. We'll be continuing to watch right alongside of you. Has anything happened in the show since we've recorded this latest amazing episode of Straight Shot? Probably. That, you, that stands out to you as a, from the marketing perspective? Let's talk about it. Put it in the comments. And of course, please hit the like button and subscribe so that you can stay in the know whenever we release new content, um, new episodes. You can also text the word REFORMATION to 90210. That's the number, 90210. You text the word REFORMATION. To be uh, in the know, to keep to receive text updates of when new shows are actually released.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll send you a, a text message. You can go ding. Oh, look, they released a show.
0: And then you um, drop whatever it is that you're doing, unless <laughs> it's your it right children. Your Don't drop them. <laughs> uh, drop everything. Get on your favorite podcast listening you know app of choice because we're everywhere we're also on straightshot.net if you want to go to directly to our website we have an app so you can go to the app store download the app all of them will be there but wherever we are wherever you listen to your podcasts so uh since you know with covid19 i hope you guys are enjoying our podcasts we encourage you to keep listening to us we have tons to say and uh <laughs> until then bye
2: guys bye
1: Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast informative, we hope you'll pass along our web address, straightshot.net, to your friends, colleagues, and business associates. And please leave us a positive review on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash straight If you would like to have your question featured on the show or would like to be a guest, call 678-825-8086 extension 300 or you can email us at info at straightshot.net be sure to download the straight shot podcast app on your smartphone to hear previous and new shows this has been straight shot